welcome to It's More Than Academic with Nancy Varkin, your Assistant Principal of Instruction. We start this series this year with Director of College Counseling, Jeanette Hassel. Jeanette and I have been working together for 18 years, and this is a monumental year for Jeanette Hassel, as her son, who was born during the time we started working together, is now a freshman. So she has a unique perspective into Cardinal Gibbons and the experience now as a parent. Uh, what has been, Jeanette, the maybe a silver lining having your son here? Thank you for having me here today. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I think the silver lining was getting to know the teachers on a different level, getting to see them as parents and to getting to see them for their passion that they've had. For back to school, you know, when we couldn't be here, we had to watch videos of the teachers, and I watched all those, and just the way they spoke about their job and their passion for their students and their subjects made me appreciate all they're doing for kids from the parent side. So you have been leading this department for more than 15 years. How do you feel that the department has changed in the last 15 years? It's changed, I mean, in size. We've added uh, personnel, which has been awesome and needed because the school has grown. I think we're almost double the size we were when I started. We've taken on more side projects and more been more involved in helping out the rest of the school. I think in the programming we've done for parents and students, we've kind of adapted that to the needs of, of students as we've gone through the years, the, the needs of parents, adapting to technology that's come through with the way that applications are done, um, taking on you know, more testing opportunities for kids um, to test here at school in the spring, which hopefully we'll get to do this spring. So you've got some cool stuff that I feel like, I think Junior Jumpstart has been something that you guys have done in the past. I think you've reimagined it over the years. So why don't you speak a little bit about how that has shifted based on how the, the college application process has changed, you know, what information people have access to so that you then kind of really reimagined that programming for those junior students and parents. Yeah, 15 years ago, it was called College Night. Um, so we, we, we reimagined it because we found that students and parents, probably more parents than students, are engaging in the college process earlier than they had in the past. That they were hungry for information earlier and needed that information earlier so that we can make decisions because applications were starting to become due earlier in senior year. We made Junior Jumpstart rather than more theoretical. We made it much more concrete. And in doing so, we were able to add a sophomore program at the end of the sophomore year that was more theoretical, that kind of gave students the opportunity to use that summer between sophomore and junior year to start to think about where they wanted to go so we could jump into junior year with some very concrete ideas and concrete tasks that they needed to do in order to make the most of that year so that come senior year, we were ready to hit the ground running with applications. So we just pushed everything earlier a little bit, not wanting to stress parents and students out, but recognizing that the landscape had changed and when we had to start thinking about it. We have been living in a global pandemic for more than six months. You know, knowing all the programming that you guys have in the spring and knowing all the programming that you normally do come August, how have you led your department in adapting services to meet those needs? When we first started at home in March, we knew we had a program coming up in April. So we jumped into figuring out how to do webinars to meeting our parents and students where they were, which at the time was home. The cool thing about it was kind of twofold, was that it, it allowed parents to access it from wherever they were, which they never had the opportunity to do in the past. And also it allowed us to bring speakers in from around the country that we wouldn't be able to do if we were in person 
we created our first webinar in, in April, had these two amazing speakers on it, and coming into the fall now, as we're still can't all gather together, we're doing the same thing. So we've had a webinar for senior parents and students, and we just had our junior jumpstart for junior parents and students. And as we do each webinar, we get better and better. <laughs> we incorporate more and more. We figure out how to do it. We get less stressed about it. And we, we saw over 200 families on our last one, and we have our next one coming up in November for freshmen and their families. So we're meeting students and parents where they are and using our, the, the technology that we have to still be able to engage with them and provide them information, allow them to have questions and, and, and calm those anxieties without having to bring them all together because we can't. So, you know, my next question really focused on strategies that you've implemented. And I think now that you're, again, this goes back to my first question, now that you're a parent, you have the best setup in terms of preparing your son for this process. You would know more than anybody. Knowing that you have this experience, talk specifically about the strategies that address the needs not just at that junior-senior level to that those earlier grade levels, and we can speak specifically about the freshmen. What we're finding is that we're not talking college with freshmen right now. We don't. That's too far away. They can't plan past next weekend. But parents are there. They're thinking about it. So we talk to them a lot about building a foundation, kind of their high school story. What are they going to write in this story so that it's a strong and a somewhat exciting story when they get to senior year and are doing all the things for college? We use the analogy of a cupcake in our department a lot. And, and kind of like right now we're talking about that base of the cupcake, the part you, you bake in the oven, the foundation. And if that's not baked well and it's not, you know, you don't you bake it too long or too little, it's not going to hold everything else. And we relate to that to the grades. Right now our students' transcripts are blank and they have complete control over their grades, nothing that's following them from middle school. And that's what they have control over now. So we really talk to them about starting really strong academically because that's something really hard to change later on. And also to try new things, to get engaged and involved in school, to try something new they've never tried before. This is like kind of a, a smorgasbord year, maybe, to call it that. We really encourage them to get outside their box and try new things their freshman year. They may not love it all, and that's fine. And then continue on with the things that they do enjoy coming into the, the later years. But really focusing on that academic base, that foundation, regardless of the level of class they're in, anything like that. Just making sure that's strong because we've heard it from seniors. Like, I wish I had known how much freshman year counted. Let me ask you this. There's two things that are different this year where college counseling and your department uh, could really partner with our educators on this process. And that is advisory and GFS. In either one of those programs that we've instituted, so advisory is a program that we have for all of our students, 9 through 12, every student is grouped with about 12 kids and an, uh, and an educator. They meet every day for this year, it's COVID. Um, and the idea behind this was to have opportunities for kids to connect with an adult on campus, but we also recognize potential down the road. How do you see opportunities in advisory that you think college counseling could inform students? The first thing that comes to mind is around uh, class placement time when you get to February. That this is a great opportunity for advisors because it's a small group to sit down with each kid and go through and say, what are you choosing this year? What are you, what are you thinking about? Are you pushing yourself? What is your passion? What are you interested in? Why are you choosing these classes? So I think that is a great opportunity. Um, it's also an opportunity for our junior advisors to 
to start talking to their kids about what are you thinking on a, a very basic level to get the kids thinking and, and hearing from another adult on campus, not just their counselor, to start thinking about the kind of environment they want in college, not necessarily the name of the school, but what's the best learning environment for them and for them to, to grow as a person and as a leader. So just two more questions. One of them deals with kind of helping students cope with the stress of SATs, ACTs, APs, and that next step. Like, how do you help a kid? How do you, what, what kind of things do you guys do to talk them through it? The biggest thing are our junior meetings, which you referenced before, which normally in the past we started in January, but recognizing the need to do them sooner, we will be starting in November this year. And it's that opportunity to sit down with a student and a parent to talk specifically about them. We're not general, we're, we're dialing into them and giving them very concrete tasks to do because everyone loves a good to-do list. Parents like a to-do list to know like, I'm doing everything right, we've done this, check, we've done this, check. But talking to them about the fact that there are 3,000 schools in this country, that not the schools in our backyard that everyone knows the names and the colors for are not necessarily the best fit. So we talk a lot about finding the best fit for each student and recognizing what's going to be good for you and putting your blinders on and not thinking about other students. But really giving them some drilled down things to be doing and focusing on by the end of the year takes some of that anxiety off. I think it takes some of the, the, the pressure of I don't know what to do. It all seems so hard. Jeanette, I would say that this is probably the most challenging time for college admissions, the same way that teaching and learning is by far, hands down, the most challenging we've ever seen. We've literally had to reinvent teaching and learning in three months. So knowing this landscape is going to be changing, whether it's some of it's immediate and quick, like getting rid of testing requirements, but maybe long-term impacts, what do you see as changes in your department? This year, is a, it's, I'm calling it the wild, wild west of admissions because so many schools have taken away, as you said, the test scores. So we don't really have any idea on how that's going to look for admissions. And they're kind of figuring it out as they go, too. They're building the plane as it's flying. So it's an interesting year in that way. And that may, they, some schools may stay that way. Some schools may go back to using tests. So right now, we're having to coach our students moving forward, our class of 2022 and beyond, both on should schools look at the applications the way they did pre-pandemic, and should they look at them now, we have to plan for both of those. I think that you know, trying to encourage students more that this online visiting, I see that as something that's probably going to stick around for a while. The colleges, in a way, it allows them a greater access for students, students that are, maybe cannot travel, that can't, aren't in the geographic area or don't have the means to travel, to have that access to a school by a virtual tour and virtual information sessions and Zoom sessions where they can ask questions with real people live. What is something that you would want parents to know about of your the five college counselors collectively? Like, what is the thing that you feel that they need to know about the work that you do, the work that you believe in, and how you can support students? We're a champion for the students. We are their, their, their cheerleader outside of their family. We want to celebrate all their accomplishments, whether it's the student that gets, you know, that had a C first quarter and gets a B second quarter. That's awesome. If it's the student that gets into any school, regardless of the name, the location, the number of years that that program is, we're celebrating those successes. We want them to know that there's no 
we don't have any affiliation with one school over another. There's no disappointments if a student doesn't go one place or the other. We're just happy that they're going to be happy. And if we don't know something, we'll look it up. So sometimes we're learning alongside them for certain certain areas. But that we are celebrating all the things they do, however small they may be. Friends uh, who are listening, I hope you have enjoyed. We've got five college counselors, uh, Jeanette Hadsall, Susan Ellis, Nicole Coons, Mason Hill, and Tiffany Williams. So thank you very much, Jeanette. Thank you.